Welcome back to the Rad Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Berry. Also with me, my co-host, that is Joe. Just like last week, we're starting off as a dynamic duo. The uh, third amigo will be here very soon. That is Adam. Um, he will be joining momentarily. Um, but we are finally here, Joe. It's week one. We did it. Um, I haven't uh, gotten to that point yet, but as a as a rad dad podcast we have to talk about what this feeling must be for the parents whose children are older and their kids have been home all summer and they finally get to the finish line and they're like thank god school's back in session my kids are gone during the day me they're they're gone during the day already because they're at daycare but um yeah once they get older and that summer break is very real for parents I, mean, I feel like you get through the summer break, the kids go back to school, and you get the reward of a week one matchup between Vanderbilt and Hawaii. I mean, it's just if this isn't the greatest country beat it. In the world, I don't know what is, to be honest with you. And then you get um you get a service academy playing against Notre Dame fighting Irish in Dublin. I was going to say, in, in front of literally no Irish people, because they're like, what the fuck? What is this American football you speak of? I have no idea what this is. It's kind of crazy how the troops are just already getting disrespected in week one, playing a road game in another country. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. God, I, can't, I don't know who posted it, but somebody posted a picture of like shirts they're selling over there. <laughs> And it says Navy versus Notre Dame American varsity football contest celebration (laughs) contest. It's like, why do we do this? Like, I I mean, I guess it's nice for Notre Dame boosters and, and I guess Navy has boosters. I'm I'm, God. I never really thought about that, but I guess they have boosters and they get to go over for a nice little (laughs) overseas trip and enjoy probably cooler weather than where they're at and just have a good time in, uh, in Dublin. So the the only thing that would have made that shirt better is if it said varsity American football fixture instead of contest. Okay. They just absolutely just butcher it to death. Just, (laughs) The match. Every 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 American over there is just correcting them. They're just like, God damn it! Why do we have these people over here? Yeah. Why can't there be a nice hurling contest at the stadium today? God, you stupid fucking idiots! People no, but from I think Indiana. I, it really is though. Kind of. Do we get uh, do we get NBC Big Ten football this week? Is there like a weird Big Ten opener? Uh, I've been doing that because it's normally the Scott Frost is dead game, but now he actually is dead. So um, now no Big Ten. You've got my boys over in El Paso traveling to Jacksonville, Alabama. You've got UTEP, Jacksonville State, UMass going to Las Cruces to take that, on the Aggies. Just hit me. Jacksonville State moved up this year, right? Yeah. Okay, because I'm like looking at that. I would assume they are. And I had to remember they moved. They're in. They're in Conference USA now. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, the big one, obviously, Navy Notre Dame. Just whatever. It's on NBC. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first one. It's in Dublin. Whatever. It's cool. Uh, then you've got Hawaii Vandy, San Jose State USC, FIU Louisiana Tech will be entertaining. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna venture to the friendly confines of whatever the hell they call Vanderbilt Stadium? God no. I guess do you they don't even need to call Vanderbilt Stadium, or do they have like a naming thing? They butcher like they did with Liberty Bowl. Uh, so it's First Bank Stadium now. God damn it! Nothing. They've got a, more. Yeah, they've got a really tacky signage. You don't even need a ticket because they've ripped out the two ends. You can just go post up with a chair. So is is that? Is the picture that got posted, I think it was going around last week, was that actually truly current or was that a lie? The one that was like they, the the Dick West Twitter account, which that guy is I mean, there was nothing built. But I mean it just there was nothing. It looked like they I did see a real just started one. construction. Yeah, let me try to find a picture of any recent. So August 14th, I'll send it to the group. This is from a real person, Jim Weber. I think that's who, what I'm about uh, to see. He's with Lost Letterman. Um, I'll send you the the tweet. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's there's full on construction that was going on last <laughs> week. So it's just like bleachers on each side, like a Texas high school stadium. That's what it looks like. It looks like it looks like Odessa Permian now. I mean, was that planned? I guess you just can't get in the way of progress, Joe. I mean, they're Clark Lee, baby. Just move them forward. I actually do. <laughs> I think now that I said that quote, I think he actually literally said something along the lines of that at SEC media days. That sounds like him. Where he was just like, you know, basically like we, we got to we gotta upgrade and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why didn't y'all do this like five months ago? What were y'all waiting on? Because Lord knows Vandy's not short on money. I was going to say, it's not like they couldn't get it done in town. I mean. Yeah, I I don't know. It's strange. Um, I do wonder why they don't just like. Because, look, if we're being honest with, with ourselves here, it's not like it's just rooted in history there. It's not like big things have happened in that stadium. Just move it because. Well, or, or say, just with the new Titan Stadium, would they just share that? No, there's no you know way. So? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just because you. I mean, you've been there, right? I mean, you've it butts up right to the baseball stadium. I mean, that, that's my thing. I mean, it's a very cool kind of on-campus setting for that stadium, but would it not? Could it not further their? development as a football program to play in not Nissan stadium now, even though it's not a horrible stadium, but I mean, not what it, but what it could become for the Titans here in the near future. I mean, that, that would be a, I think that would be a, a great thing for them to say, Hey, you're going to actually come and play here and be able to show them like the newest. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably do some one-offs where they get to play in the new stadium. Yeah. Ole Miss played them at Nissan back in the day. That's um, hell, they could probably work out a deal where they do a kickoff game just yeah. because it's so fucking hot and just have it indoors. Um, <laughs> that That's what I would do. If I was the, uh, what do they call the, they, what's Vandy call their president or chancellor? What do they call? Probably a chancellor there. 
um, they should work it out where it's like we get to play our home games at your indoor stadium until October. <laughs> because we don't because we don't want to be outside on tour. Say that, now that might help with the recruiting. That might actually Yeah. yeah. Okay, it is the help. Chancellor. Daniel Demir Demeller. Demir, he's a German American political scientist and university administrator. Hey, you know what? He's probably doing a better job than Gordon Gee did at West Virginia. That's all I know. <laughs> I, literally anyone could have done a better job. I could um, have a better job there. Good God. Uh all right. So let's 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 start here. We're waiting on we're waiting on Adam. We're gonna get let him have his his day in the sun about Tennessee. Wait, let me so let me ask you this question before we move on. Okay. Is there a national championship contender playing in week one? There's really only, in theory, two to choose from. Uh, yeah. Let's say SC. Now, if SC's defense comes out and gives up, let's say, 35 points to San Jose State. Then no. Okay. God, so it's, no. got, it's got to look better than last year in terms of the defensive side of things. I, I mean, we'll get into it because this is a great segue. This is a professional segue by – by Mr. Joe here. That would do it. Um, I'm trying to remember, was San Jose State good last year? They were seven and five. Who was the Mountain West team that was good, the directional California school that was good last year? San Diego no, State was good not, in the FCS. Not San Diego State. There was who, and it was a transfer quarterback that was there. Maybe it wasn't Mountain West. Maybe it was um, fuck. Uh, Nick Starkle was there last year. Did did Air Force win the Mountain West last year? They didn't, did they? Uh, I think so. No, Nick Starkle was at San Jose State. There was a. I feel like there was a directional, well, California school that was like, and like eight Sacramento or nine State was good, but at the FCS. Yeah, FCS level. Am I just making that up? The Sacramento State Hornets. Hell yeah. Led by Andy Thompson, a Walla Walla Washington grad. <laughs> or Walla Walla Washington native, I should say. Now, this was his first year, so who who coached him last year? What in the name of God? What? It, what's what's what? I mean, it's literally like one of those things, like just mute. Oh. What is he doing? Look at that Clark Tower in the background, though. Actually, yeah, just very random. That's a great shot. It was Sacramento State. They were 12 and 1 last year. Troy Taylor, who's now at Stanford, that was their, that's who I was thinking of. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Where do you know where he went to high school? In Rancho Cordova, California, which that kind of gives it away. He went to Cordova High School. All right. Go Wolves. <laughs> in, in in California. I don't know. Oh, their, their, their mascot is the the Lancers. Oh, by the way, major disrespect from me. Fresno right. State with a 10 and 4. Last record. week, talking yeah. about Wander Franco. Hey, dude, if you still get on. If you get on Ray's Twitter right now, it's still like insane. Turn your phone sideways. Why can't he just turn his phone? Uh, oh, damn. I thought your head was going to keep going like, eh. 
Oh, here we go. No, like there was a there was a post. It was if you if you clicked on Jeff Passon's tweet about the newest thing and go under it and just read it, it's just nothing but Rays fans either going <laughs> our entire franchise is destroyed, or I didn't know this was guilty and proven innocent. Oh God. It does. Just the one guy the Rays ever decided to like pay and extend and do everything with, and he's like, "What? Which which um, lack of self awareness is worse? Rays fans defending Wander Franco or Nick Saban bringing Sage Steele in for a motivational speaker? I mean, I would have brought in Barbara Walters personally. Yeah, hey Barbara, how was it when you stuffed her in a fucking trash can? I don't get that. Like, why would they have had beef? I don't know, but also Sage Steele, why are you why are you airing out your own dirty laundry of just getting body bagged by Barbara Walters? I never would have said that. Everybody's ever body bagged me. What is he doing with the camera? I don't know. He's really close. He's very close. Like, is he nose. like is he trying to like clean off like something on his phone? Like screen or something? So we uh, we're just covering uh just power five, some power five teams and everything, right? Well, I, I did want to uh, pivot here, which you 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 get nice alley oop there to the final ride. This is like uh, this is like on uh, on, Fast and, on Fast and Furious when Dom and and uh, and Brian are merging. On the highway, the Pac-12. This is its last year. That's, that's a great. That's a great like topic you bring up because like I actually finally watched Fast Five today. Yeah, it's the first yeah. time. What do you think? That's a that's a great fucking movie. I did. Why would I lie to you? The movies are I, awesome. I know. I know. But like the movies, like you watch. Okay, first off, like you have to first off accept that the movies are going to be one. I work in the industry where you use winches for a purpose. So when I see two Dodge Chargers hook up a winch to a bolted down fucking giant. Let's go. Like drug Lord safe and drag it out of a fucking compound and take it all the way across the whole fucking. Just murdering everyone in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, that's a, that's American power there guys. American power. American uh, muscle. Well, you say it's American muscle, but to this right now, they didn't. They didn't use it. Like The Rock went ahead and said, "I see your um, Dodge Challenger, you some bitch, you and some then he bitch, some bitch." And he fucking that movie. I, I'm sorry, Joe. The movie's fucking awesome. I I've did. only ever seen, I've seen I've so seen good. the first one, and I've seen Tokyo Drift. That's the two I've seen. Tokyo Tokyo Drift is legit. I remember uh, from what I, I, I remember, I, I, Tokyo Drift was better than the first. One. So, uh, you can't watch Friday Night Lights the movie and think Tokyo Drift is good. Well, also, I mean, Tokyo Drift is just hilarious from the jump because, like, my wage. Yeah, I mean, like, my whole. The whole the whole movie, Lucas Black does not look like he's in high school. He looks like he's like twenty nine. 
Lewis, Lewis Black is very old, and he does stand-up comedy. Lewis <laughs> true. Black. But Bow Wow is a great comedic relief in, in Tokyo Drift, and you know, Sung Kang who plays Han, he's great. He's like he's like uh, he's like a um, serial chain smoker. <laughs> I was trying to make sure I got the um, his orientation correct. He is Korean. Do you know where Sung Kang was born? Technically born in Clarkston, but he was raised in Gainesville, Georgia. He was the son of Father Kang. <laughs> anyway, he's like uh, he's like yeah. a Korean he's like a Korean Brad Pitt where he eats in like all his scenes. Like Brad Pitt always is is always eating or drinking something in all the oceans. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean. So York, wait, how many Two packs have, a day, non-filtered? How many? How many <laughs> of the fast movies have you seen? Uh, so I've seen Fast uh, Seven, I've seen Fast Five, I've seen Tokyo Drift. Unfortunately, Fast One and Too Fast, Too Furious. I mean, Fast I'm Seven. Too fast for y'all, mate. Too Fast, Too Furious is awesome. It Was is, Too Fast, so, Too Furious the second one? Yes. It is. That's no, crazy. Joe. <laughs> It's a different one. Well, I didn't know if it was the second one or the fourth one. I love that. Like, so we were watching it and then we were trying to debate like, okay, is Vin Diesel that big? Like I thought Rock was big. I was like, well, Vin Diesel is not that big. They're making him look like he's big compared to the Rock, but he's just not. Pretty sure we've, we've, we've talked about this on the show. Maybe <laughs> Vin Diesel is... <laughs> Oh, come on, Wikipedia. You're you're slipping. How tall? Vin Diesel is 5'11. And The Rock is 6'5. And all their fight scenes, they're like nose to nose. Yeah. Well, you know, Vin like Diesel, in, Cal, we'll in, I'll fight. see you soon. No, you won't. <laughs> I just love that the rock, the rock's like, I need a catchphrase or I need something cool to say. And they're like, all right, well, we landed on some bitch. And some he just bitch. says it over hey, and over. Dom. Hey, Toretto. I'll see you soon. Um, You know, there's like a clause in Vin Diesel's contract for the franchise where he can't lose a fight or a race. Uh, and, that's, and that's real. I don't know if that's real. No, it is. Okay. He so never loses funny. a fight or a race. Explain the race he loses to Ryan. He lets him win, remember? That's fine. Right, but like he never says he lets him win. Remember, it was a, it was a, says he lets him win. But then Dom like smirks because it's like a, a present for him being a dad, becoming a dad. Right, right. I get that. I get that. Full circle on the stand podcast. The fact is, like, as we're talking about it, the movies are fucking great. Yes. And I hate that. Thank you. I hate that they are. You're like, coming around. Why do you hate that they are? Hanging around downtown by myself. I'm hanging around this town on the corner. Oh, uh, breaking news. <laughs> Olive Branch High School football season opener moved to 7.30 p.m. Oh, there you go. Give the kids a little bit of... Yeah, I saw they were going to let if the Mississippi schools both agree to it, they're they're cool with moving kicks back to eight. 
Damn. What time what time do they play Kingsbury? Oh, they're opening with the Falcons? Uh no, they're opening up against ECFs. Ooh. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Is it at home or on Macon Road? No, it's at home. Damn. Shout out to the Fives alma mater. Because they go ECS and then I think they play Cleveland. Cleveland Central, is that the same school? No. I think. No, it's not. Just... Okay. Not. Why does my damn camera keep turning off? All right. All right, let's get into it. So the Pac-12, this is the last year before it dies. We're pulling the plug after 2023, taking them off life support, which I hope not. I hope that they just merge with the Mountain West and just stay the Pac-12. At the same time, makes... like, how, often, how often can you do that? Like, how I don't know. I mean, there's, there's no rules. How much there's, do you? No yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's too much. Like, we're talking about today. Like if you have the SEC, so you're gonna if you add, say you add hypothetically, Florida State, Clemson. How much do you add until it's okay? We have twenty fucking. Teams. I think. I know it's a hypothetical, that, but I think the SEC would add North Carolina before it added Clemson. Because that's been like the long rumor. Like they want North Carolina. Right, and, but if you do that, like who, like, so are you? Are you going to just always? Ha- are you always going to guarantee a non-conference of North Carolina, Duke, or are you going oh, I mean, to? try to try to merge, try to try or or try to adapt the North Carolina South Carolina thing? Because they're, yeah, because I mean that rivalry restarted a couple years ago when they started opening up the year against right. each other. They they hadn't played in a long time before that, but. I mean, there are some. I was talking about this on a show the other day about rivalries that died. Um, like Notre Dame, Michigan played all the time, and then they quit for a while. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Joe said, there's no rules. Like they can just do whatever they want. Um, I mean, what I hope happens is that everybody just keeps on merging and merging and merging, and then it sees the bubble, gap. A bubble is created. A bubble collapses. NFL teams create their own kind of European-like soccer feeder system and development system, and college football just goes back to what it was. And it might not be the best kids in the nation playing college football, but it just goes back to what it was. And the NFL – We might be biased. We might be biased talking about how, like, back in the day, like, what we know was Missouri, the Big 12. They have, yeah. To me, it's it's all it's never not been weird that Missouri is in the SEC. Granted, yeah, Missouri, they Missouri's had two in the Big Twelve that play Kansas uh, in the championships. Right. It, that's weird. That's weird to me. Like it doesn't. There's no one they yeah, play. Yeah, that's in another the SEC. rivalry. Like, oh, here we go. Unless they play Texas A and M, which is also not fucking cool. Like <laughs> it's just fucking weird. <laughs> Missouri and Arkansas is maybe the closest thing, but it's only. Geographical. <laughs> it's a I classic. Said, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. I know this gets Fuck us. You, you're I cool. know that this still takes us away from the Pac-12. But I was talking to Cleve today, and I was saying, why didn't Arkansas use this opportunity in the past few years to go to the Big Twelve, and then probably be as successful in basketball, and give themselves a chance in football. It would be yeah. weird with them being in the Big 12, but at the same time, you're right because they – it would be weird 
them being not in the SEC for a second, but at the same time, it would be. Because when did Arkansas go to the SEC? Like 93? I don't uh, know, but I mean, say that Arkansas yeah, would be a juggernaut in the fucking Big 12. Yeah, it Arkansas. Would be. Well, we say that, but it Arkansas. Would fit right in. As, I, as I've said, eventually their fans oh. always win 10 games. They get mad at everybody. Arkansas and South Carolina joined in 1991. Okay, I was two years old. Because South Carolina was ACC and Arkansas was Southwest Conference. Was that called ACC? South Carolina. Carolina. Huh? Joe, what'd you say? Was South Carolina ACC or were they independent? No, they were ACC. I don't think until 93 or 91 they were, were they? Let's do a little Wikipedia. I don't remember. I was a beer. Oh, shit. You're right. They were independent from 71 to 91. What the hell? Why were they? But you gotta that's, think a, that's a good trivia question because I thought they were ACC this whole time. So if you if you look at the history of independence in college football, I mean there was a stretch there really until I think the eighties where there were a shit ton of independents. I mean Memphis was an independent for a long time in football. That's why I always had a weird schedule. Like it's crazy. I went down that rabbit hole one time. Let's look it up. All right, FBS independence. Okay. Can you name the four independents right now? Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame, Army, uh, a weird school. Uh, shit. Notre Dame, okay. Army. Hold on. When was this updated? It's not Sam Houston or somebody, is it? No. no. Okay, hold on. Uh, I feel like this Wikipedia page is wrong. This Wikipedia isn't it two page. Smaller schools? No, this 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 has Army, Notre Dame, Yukon, and UMass Amherst. So I guess it's like stating an independent Yeah, because it's, fo- yeah, it's football independent. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying so Yukon football is independent. Yeah, because because everything else are Big East, correct? And then yeah, yeah. UMass Amherst is a ten, and everything else. And I think the American basically told them to fuck off if they wanted to join the Big East in <laughs> basketball and stay in football, and they basically said fuck you. But that, that's what I'm saying. So like, I, heard, I was listening to it today, and it's a topic every single day. So I'm listening to it today, and they're talking about how you join a conference, you get an automatic. If you join, you know, football and basketball, you get an automatic. $30 million from the athletic program and or from the conference towards your athletic program. So you like, it'd be stupid financially not to take that. Who the, right? like the SEC teams get 30 million from like, TV dealers any, like anybody to leave the independent or leave, leave the ACC or mm-hmm. leave the uh, ACC. Yeah, I mean, you I know? think a lot of the power is in the in the TV deals. Yeah, because you're not going to leave a conference when you're getting a guaranteed lump sum every year, unless you can do your own TV contract. Well, like Notre Dame. Yeah, they got that NBC money, dog. Yeah, there are a ton of independents for sports. Mm-hmm. Like women's beach volleyball has a ton. Hell yeah. 
Um, FCS independent Kennesaw State, but they're now in going to Conference USA in 2024. Uh, um, looks like right now, the current full independent member, sole member, is Chicago State University. Hell yeah. Bobcat. Future conference, not applicable. Ooh, close to the Cougars. Cougars. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense right now not to be in a conference unless you are Notre Dame or you're in some weird transitional phase where you just don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame is, yeah. even though I think it's stupid and they should just be in the ACC and just join a conference and stop this bullshit, they have the money to where they don't need it. Like they're exactly. they're totally fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, because they've got. I mean, now they've got Under Armour money. They mm-hmm. re-upped with Under Armour. They've got NBC, and I mean, they they are a national brand, regardless of the jokes. They are a. I mean, they're playing in Dublin because they are a recognizable brand. Yeah. Like, bum universities bum programs don't get to go to overseas yeah whether whether or not you think they're good but that's just it's Notre Dame yeah. it's known around the world um but yeah I I don't know where it ends your guy I think that is a good question because yeah there's gonna be now I think it'll just eventually kill itself like the whole migration will die off because there's not that many marquee programs. No. Like Power 5 is Power 5 for a reason. There are five major conferences, but then now there's going to be, you know, what, a Power 4? Because, I mean, the big power brokers out West, you've got SC, UCLA going to the Big 10. Oregon and Washington are going to the Big 12. And that's really it. Yeah. I mean... If we're talking, I mean, Arizona schools, I mean, would pop up every once in a while, but nothing too, too consistent. Yeah, yeah, so Colorado going back to the Big 12 is great. Makes sense. Yeah, Um, it does. That's perfectly cool with me. Um, That was another one, like York was saying, like Missouri and A&M is still weird to him being in the SEC. It's still weird to me that Colorado is in the Pac-12. Yeah. And we still you don't know. get Colorado and Nebraska back because <laughs> Nebraska's in the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, so we still don't get that back. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. I, I think the Pac-12 is fascinating this year. I think there are legitimately the f- yeah yeah there are legitimately five good to really good teams this year. Yeah. I think the cream of the crop is SC and Washington. Yeah. And then I think Oregon and Oregon State and Utah are right there in tier two. And really with all three of them, it's just going to depend on quarterback play, right? I mean, if Bo Nix can come out and do what he did last year most of the time, it's great. If DJU can be what we think he is, Oregon State can be phenomenal. And I'm going blank on the kid's name from Utah, but if he can just stay healthy. Am rising. Am rising. If he can stay healthy. Stop dying on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, like those three, I just feel are so quarterback dependent on – what their ceiling is. Whereas I think, especially with USC, 
I mean, <laughs> I they got some much of defense. That's it. Alex Grinch has got to figure something out because my God, I mean, he's got to justify actually having a job for the past however many years he's actually had a job eventually, right? Yeah. As uh, as our buddy Andy Kennedy would say, it is time to justify your existence. It really is. But um, no, I mean, they're going to go out on a on a probably the highest note that they've hit in a lot of years in terms of top to bottom. Yeah. I think, I mean, you've got Dillingham is the youngest coach at a power five school. At I think Arizona that is State. correct. You've got Jed Fish or whatever doing his thing in Arizona, which Arizona was a hell of a lot better last year than I anticipated him being. Um, you've got Dion at Colorado. I mean, top to bottom, other than Stanford, you've got kind of a compelling story around everything. I mean, you could very easily have two Pac-12 quarterbacks in New York for the Heisman. Yeah. Caleb Williams trying to repeat, and then you've got Michael Penix. Well, and they're they're putting up the billboards for Bo Nix. You see that? Yeah, got the billboards up. A la Joey Harrington, you know. Yeah, I did see a great tweet today that was like, "I hate that the Heisman Trophy is basically like the homecoming king court now, where you have to just you have to do all the 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 pub and yeah. like, hey, look at our billboards in Times Square." Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious that that's what everybody does now, but. Yeah, I, I think the Pac-12 is going to be a lot of fun. I, I think that the the hurrah, like the the one final ride for that conference, is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they've got some big games in September. Obviously, you open up next week, Colorado at TCU. Now, big for the sole reason of Dion being the head coach. I think TCU has a real shot to embarrass them. Um, yeah. And then, you, and then week three, you've got Utah at Baylor. I, I don't know. Are we calling this week one or are we going to week zero? I, let's go with week zero because not everybody. I was going to say, I didn't know if they had switched that or if they were still doing, I didn't know what they were doing. I'm going to say week zero because ESPN's like schedule on their site says week one, but I, I feel kind of stupid calling it week one when not everybody plays. Yeah. Um. Utah going to Baylor. So you've got a bit of a uh, time zone warp there going over to uh, McLean Stadium on the Brazos. And then um, uh, Washington opens up against Boise, right? I think Boise isn't back necessarily, but I think Boise is. They'll be decent. Closer to where they were than what they have been the past couple of years this year. They'll be uh they'll be spunky. And then um SC goes to Boulder at the end of the month at the end of September. Does um, um does SC get the big ones at home or do they go they shouldn't go to Utah because that was last year, but do they play at like uh Washington or like at Corvallis or at Alton? Uh, let me pull it up. Um, because Washington's got a doozy of a schedule. That's my only hang up with them. I think they win the Pac-12, but they gotta they gotta win some big games on the road. SC gets Stanford at home, at Arizona State, at Colorado, Arizona at home, at Notre Dame, Utah at home, Washington at home, at Oregon, UCLA at home. 
and at Cal. So they've got a good home schedule. Yeah. No, and, I, and I'm with you. I mean, I think that, you know, I think that I want to say that like, if I was betting on it, I would put the money on Washington to win the Pac-12 just because you're getting better you're getting better play off that. But I think if it's just kind of, hey, pick it as it needs to be, I think that USC is going to still get it. I mean, because what Washington's got at – they've got a stretch of – at USC, Utah, and Oregon State, back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a rough stretch right there yeah. to end the season. And again, that what's that? What's the defense going to look like? Yeah. That's what's yeah. holding me back from being a shoe-in for them to win it. And Caleb, I mean, Caleb Williams is going to put up numbers because they're going to have to score. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to stop anybody. Um, I, would, I would, if I had to prognosticate, I would say USC edges it out this year. And that's just because I think the toughness of Utah, I think Utah's toughness will still be there, but eventually USC would figure that out. Y'all might have already addressed this. Like, do they drum, do they drum Florida? I think so. You think? Yeah, I think? I think mean, they've got. I think they've got that game. Year. I think that game has been circled since that night in the swamp. Yeah, because they gave that game away. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I know at least one other person, maybe two other people. I think two other people besides me lost a considerable amount of money that night when Cam Rising yeah. through that stupid interception. Because I mean, and I was live betting it too, but I, I think everybody had Utah winning that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Florida's going to be bad. We'll get into the SEC win totals. I think they're going to be I mean, you got to think about this, too. Like, last year it was Anthony Richardson's deal. But now I I have a hard time, especially early the season, going with or betting on or going with any team with a new quarterback, especially in college football on a brand new, like, early season. Well, yeah, and you're and going they, – they all, they all hate – their quarterback anyway. Petty former former blue chip prospect though, Graham Ertz, right? Right. You remember but... remember that game during the pandemic when he went like twenty for twenty one and everybody thought he was the second coming? Yeah. Um yeah, and I also just think like you're you're another another uh time zone warp there. You're going to mountain time, rice eckles, like you don't just stroll in there and win with a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like that place is going to be the record. Who holds the record in the NFL for most consecutive completions? Uh, it's somebody recent, right? It is somebody recent, but the person before them. It was Jim Harbaugh. Oh, was Alex Smith? Did Alex Smith have it? Nope. 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 Who had it? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say it. Is it related or who has it? Who has it is Tom is Brady. It Ma- so, is okay, it, okay. Is so it Mahomes? Who has it and who had it are in the exact same conference, same division. I'll give you that. In the NFL? Yes. Oh, that, I don't know, divisions. Um, was it Peyton oh, at shit. first? Nope. That's crazy. 
So, so as Wait, you guess, give me a hint so outside of divisions. divisions. Yeah, yeah. So it's give me a college. The... No, no, fuck no. No, is it's, 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 is that it's too tough. obvious? I would have never gotten this. You got it. I, I well, wait, well, wait. If the if the college won't help me, then let me hear it. Joe, what? do you think it? Do you think it's a dead I, giveaway? I, 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 Joe, you're looking it up. I'm serving off of memory. Okay, I've got, and this is this is from December twenty third, twenty twenty two. Yes, see. it's got. For single game or over yes. or just in a row? Single game, single game. Okay, so because this has like in a row and there's four people who have the exact same. Uh, well, that's is, a college, is Is giving me the, the alma mater a dead the giveaway? Giving you the alma mater will, will negate the entire thing. Are they from the same if school? I'm right, Joe. No. I mean, I would have one of the guys they're showing is uh, his alma mater would be Arizona, I think. You don't so, have was it, State? so was it Philip Rivers at first? I had Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers is on there. Ryan Tannehill actually has it for a two-game span. Well, if you throw it fucking two yards of Derrick Henry, yeah, who that doesn't cares. Care. Doesn't count. Yeah, so Nick Foles tied Tannehill and Rivers's record. Wow. Oh yeah. Okay, okay so who is seven. who is second? That's who I'm. It's, it's really weird. It doesn't have like a list. But there's not like a okay, list. So, it says so. Okay, so let's let's stay in that division. Who do y'all think? Is all time. Who do y'all think in that division would have that record? Wait, hold on, hold on. Too. Was it Marcus Mariota? Nope. He did it over two Fuck games. No, no he, he's got 25 in a row, just over two games. I say, I remember him doing something like that. Right. No, 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 no. One game. It's, it's under 25. So, wait, is it Patrick Mahomes? Because I guessed that earlier. Nope. It's really weird that uh, not very recent. They don't have a uh, Joe Flacco had twenty one in a row. Nope. Most Wasn't completions it, are starting again. Didn't Mac Jones do something court. like this last year? You're not. You're, you're thinking out of the comp, of the division. Yeah, I, I'm not an NFL guy. Okay, look. We're looking at the, so which division. Which division? He's only oh, so they're. AFC West. No, he didn't. He played for the Colts. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You're okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but no. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to look up the teams in the AFC West. All right, you got Chiefs, Raiders. Um, oh, is it, is it, Broncos, what's his name? Is it uh, the other Oregon kid? Chargers. No. Oh, it's probably like Rich Gannon or something. Yes, it's Rich Gannon. It's just weird. Like, that isn't like a stat. Like, there's not like a... Isn't that weird? It should be, though. Like that, that, yeah, that's, there, I think that's a legitimate stat. Yeah, but there, there like isn't anything on that. So he did it the year that he had Charlie Garner. He had... 
Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. He completed Rice. 29 in a row? No, not 29. Or 21. Under that. Yeah, I think it was 21. So he, yeah, 21 straight. And then he ended yeah. the game 29 for 30. Yeah. That's a good trip. That was, that was after, that was after, I'm, I'm, I'm like shocked. I remember where I was at when this happened. I was at Ben Moore's house, Joe. <laughs> I remember that kid. And, yeah, he was one of the he was one of the um, Keister helmet crusaders. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich Cannon. He was because Rich Cannon. He was one of those guys. He was one of those ones. He was the first one that I saw do like a like he like perfected like a sidearm pass. Do y'all know where Rich Cannon went to college? Notre Dame. Nope. I don't know. Pittsburgh. Do you, do you know, know Joe? Stammering now. Uh, Where did Rich Gannon go to college? Uh, uh, I have Polly. no clue. Uh, Penn State. Nope. He is a Delaware Blue Hen. I was kind of oh, yeah. relatively close. I was in like within the region. Yeah. Dude, the Raiders had a pretty nice little run with him in the early 2000s. I'm just still blown away that I can't find like a definitive like sheet on Kentucky's the NFL game. Yeah, after y'all told me, I, I, I thought tried that to should be Google like a legitimate it. fucking stat. No. Yeah, I'm trying to think the most okay consecutive completions record college football. Holy shit. Holy shit. The record, the, uh... the record for consecutive passes. Okay, this is in a season. 36. Is it one of like the Dominic, quarterbacks? Dominic Davis at ECU. Oh. In 2011. What about NFL? What about NFL? What? Who was it? Who was who was who was the quarterback? Whenever they it was it either Peyton or maybe right after him, when they started throwing, that's when they started throwing fucking fifty times a game, which at the time was unheard of. So I think Nick Foles tied. This is from twenty eighteen. Nick Foles ties NFL record for consecutive completions. Um, that was twenty five straight. So Philip Rivers and Ryan Tannehill have also done that. What a bizarre company of quarterbacks. Really Nick Foles, Philip Rivers, and Ryan Tannehill. If it, if it wasn't for fucking Philip River or um, Nick Foles, it's like the most unaccomplished fucking list of quarterbacks. Yeah, you can think of Philip Rivers and his bullshit shot put delivery. Oh yeah, and then he, I know. Ryan Ryan Tannehill completing like four yard curl routes over and over. There's still no quarterback I hate worse than fucking Philip Rivers. Yeah, you never liked him. Tubes. I just didn't. He's, I couldn't he's such sit. A... Every time I tried to throw, I tried to throw like Philip Rivers. I would pinch a nerve in my neck. <laughs> Every Joe Joe can attest to it. Like I, he just goes, Gah! his whole body turns at the same time. He has no mobility no because he has 12 kids. 
all his, all his mobility is down south. He literally has more than ten kids, right? Then his he just had another one. Another one. I say, I think his wife, yeah, just had another one. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a sight to be seen. Mm. York, who do you got one in the Pac-12? Colorado. Sears. I, I don't. I, I, that's who I have. I have a bet with my nephew for a hundred dollars that Colorado is going to win nine games. Yeah, you're losing that. And you would say, would, even with the defense, you're leaning USC, Zach, right? No, I'm Washington. You're Washington, and I'm USC. So hey, we got all three. I think, I think DeBoer gets it done. Got all Michael, three. Michael Michael Penix is going to. Big make it to he's gonna make it to to New York for the Heisman. I don't know if he'll win it. I mean, that dude threw what was it last year? He threw for four thousand something. He's slinging it. Did they? I mean, I'm a sucker for Pac-12 after dark, but dude, they were fun as shit to watch. Yeah, he threw for forty six hundred yards and thirty one touchdowns last year. That motherfucker oh. was spinning it. So we go to uh, what Big Twelve next? What? What is this like? The year where like just by default Texas wins it because everyone else is gonna just not. Well, be I was good. Gonna, I was gonna say I want somebody to convince me that Kansas State's not gonna win it because they're just gonna win it again. I'll tell you who's who could win it. Who and I would I would just fucking love this if they just ruined it for Texas in their last year. I think Texas Tech might. Might be cooking were, down there. They were much. They were much better last year than I think. I know I thought they would be, and I think that most of the people that are paid to do these types of things thought that they would be. Because I don't think anybody had them getting to a bowl game last year before the season, correct? Probably not. I don't think so. I mean, they should have been back. That's exciting. What? I mean, Penn State. Exciting is an interesting word. It, it is. It is for Darren Sproles. No, no, seriously. Like, no, like, he's one of the coaches. I mean, don't. I, my thing is this: is that Texas should win per the norm. Um, I mean, I think Oklahoma is going to be more consistent. I guess is the best word. I think TCU is going to have a little bit of a drop off, of course, but I mean, once again, if I'm putting money on it, I'm just going to put it on Kansas State and let it ride. Just assume that I, they'll figure it out. I'm thinking the Red Raiders are going to be fun this year. They got 18 starters back. Um, Do they have I mean, any went weird to- non-conference? <laughs> um, or could they kind of start out get running? <laughs> they open on the road at Laramie <laughs> against Wyoming. Uh, then they go, they host Oregon. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. See, what is he doing? I don't know what he's yeah, laughing buddy. at. Oh, like a big shot. Jesus. Yeah, they got a weird schedule at Wyoming, host Oregon. 
They go to Provo in October. And then they host UCF before they play Texas at the end of the year. Whereas Kansas State will play Southeast Missouri, Troy, and then Missouri before getting into conference. But again, we're talking Big 12 here. So they could lose all their non-com but still handle business in the conference and be fine. Yeah. But just nice to hit the ground running though. Sure. I don't know. I they got a they got a bunch of returning starters. I, if Tyler Shuck can stay healthy, I think he's going to be pretty damn good for Joey McGuire. I don't know. People you, it seems it seems like it was forever ago and I know it was just a Texas bowl whatever, but they whipped on this in that bowl game. Um, I mean, just beat them beat them to death in that bowl game. Do any of the um, do any of the new schools make it stink in the Big Twelve? No, Cincinnati's going to big step back. UCF, no. Like, John, you We're think John Rice go. Plumley is going to get it done in a new conference? No. Joe, where'd Pinkle go? Huh? Where'd Pinkle go? Pinkle or Finkle? Pinkle. Pickle. Luke Fickle? Pin. Oh, Fickle. Fickle, Fickle. Fickle is Einhorn. Einhorn is Fickle. You went to Wisconsin. Luke, Luke Fickle is jumping around up there in, Mad, in Madtown. Right, Fickle. They they might be pretty good. I'm with you, Joe. I don't trust Texas. I, I think Sark's going to, you know, fall off the wagon again, and they're going to suck. I don't think so, man. So, I want to give I want to give Sark the treatment that I want to give John Morant. They <laughs> they fucking hit rock bottom. Let them recover. You got you got yourself a job, a high profile job. Make the most of it. You know, just don't and show they, up hammered at a touchdown club meeting and you're fine. Um, just because I think you're you're probably more in the know on this than me. Are are the are the rumors of demise or the, of the demise of Arch Manning true? What rumors? Like I just see this stuff of like crazy Texas fans on Twitter being like, "We just need to get him off campus now. This kid can't play. He can't adjust God. to the speed." Is it true? Like all this stuff. Um, we are nearly fresh. Shout out to our sponsor, Vista Bay. By the way, I'm, I get these things because like when somebody. When message board geniuses post something, <laughs> I tend to either go to that message board or find that person on Twitter and just read their entire Twitter feed. I mean, their arch is arch is fine. He's a true freshman. I, I tell people this all the time. Trevor Lawrence has ruined that whole position for everyone because he was really good as a true freshman. So now, anytime there's a anytime there's a five star quarterback, everybody's like, "Well, you, you got to be like Trevor Lawrence." Yeah. Well, no. So, so who was who was the person before? And I, I had I know who I have in mind. Who was the person before Trevor Lawrence that was? I know what no you're question, doing. The fucking dude. You don't know what I'm doing. Troll Pryor. Are you talking about Tim Tebow? Fuck no. God, no, fuck no. Troll Pryor. No. I mean, Troll Pryor was like all world and everything. Well, that's cool for him. Awesome wide receiver, I guess. <laughs> who? Who am I thinking of? 
Yeah, he didn't do anything in college at quarterback. What conference? What conference? Um, All right, Ted. I don't know who's going after here. What school? Seriously? No. Well, we don't know. So, I mean, well, we don't know, so just give us another hint. Andrew Luck. Oh, is he really good? That seems like fun. Yeah, he, he was he was he was a surefire fucking thing. He was the first he was the surefire thing before Trevor Lawrence. He was not a surefire hold on. thing. He yeah, read the surefire I, thing yeah. before him was not the surefire thing, and I knew it from day fucking one. Okay, well, Andrew Luck redshirted, so he's out. He was pretty good as a redshirt redshirt freshman. freshman. Yeah, Yeah, we are. We were talking about two different things. That's like when I said Terrell Pryor and you said I was an idiot. We're talking about guys that (laughs) from high school were a sure thing going into their freshman season. Like Trevor Lawrence went 11-0 and as a true freshman. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I get all that, but like, okay. Let's talk now, about and, fucking now. Andrew Luck is a redshirt sophomore, and then a redshirt junior. Fucking awesome. What gym? He threw thirty-two touchdowns as a redshirt sophomore and thirty-seven as a redshirt junior. Okay, erase him. Who was before that? <laughs> uh, I know who. I know who it is. Is this going to be a Tennessee pool? Mm, technically, no. Are you going to say Jimmy Clausen? Yeah, I'm gonna say Jimmy Clausen, and I knew he was gonna suck. Uh, Jimmy Clausen bad in college, though. I mean, he was bad in the pros. He was solid at Notre Dame. Yes, no, he wasn't. He was was solid enough to be a first round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, because I I, and and I hate that I have to say because of his last name because his brothers weren't good either. (laughs) Like. But everyone thought that he was the fucking dude, and he just was. There's no way. He never looked over 14 years old, for one. Two, he didn't do anything impressive. Now, the best redshirt fresh, if we're gonna if we're gonna include redshirt, the best redshirt freshman of all time is Johnny Manziel. That's true. He won the fucking Heisman. <laughs> but yeah, Trevor Lawrence was named the starter in like week five and then just took over and dominated. But he was um, also also I just I want to I want to throw this out there. Uh, Jimmy Clausen, 2009 Notre Dame, 68 percent completion percentage, 28 touchdowns, four interceptions. Not that bad. Yeah, I mean, like he was five star Mr. Everything Parade All-American, all that. So, yeah, by that standard, quote, bust. But he was still good. I mean, Charlie Weiss was a coach. That was probably his biggest detriment. Maybe. Okay, I'll give you that. But at the same time, like, he's one of those people. Okay, you watch. You watch. You have the eye test of a quarterback. And I think that means something. You have the eye test of a quarterback. Jimmy Clawson was was the toughest college quarterback I've ever seen, though. I will 100% stick by that for the rest of my life. Just because you take fucking hits constantly because you don't have a choice, doesn't make you a tough quarterback. Yeah, but David Carr took hits and crawled up into a hole. Jimmy Clausen took hits and threw 28 touchdowns and four interceptions. 
in college. David Carr did not do that in college. David Carr was fine in college. When he got to the NFL as an expansion team, yes. He never stopped getting fucking hit. By the way, this this has gone off the rails, by the way. We were going to great debate. We were gonna we were gonna talk. This has turned into first take. This is embrace debate. I had come Let in. Let me tell you something. You want to talk about Jimmy Clausen? Well, I'll tell you about Jimmy Clausen. He's a good quarterback. What gas station are you at right now? Can't figure it out. The show. Oh my God damn it. I swear to God. Program fuel rewards, <laughs> baby. You thought, you thought that was a BB guy, huh? No, I know you're at a show. Oh, I didn't see the pump. I didn't BP. know what show you were at. You can see the pump? Do you see this pump? Christ. Oh, God. Now we're off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find any other, like, true freshmen outside of Trevor Lawrence. I mean, who was the – who's the – Because this was, you know, back you – know, this is back when, you know, people always redshirted. So – I don't know how far back this would go, but like in a 24-7 composite, like who would be the highest rated player like ever? Uh okay, let me find it. There's only been a couple that have gotten a perfect score. Uh one of those went to Ole Miss. Obviously you can name I feel that. like there's not I've heard okay, so I've heard a lot of stuff about Judkins, but I feel like what I've heard about his height from what I've heard has not matched the amount of what I've heard, if that makes any sense. Preseason first team All-American, baby. Right. But like, you're the first person that I've heard say that. Granted, I haven't like looked at it or whatever, but the, the, the thing about Judkins is that nobody can tackle, and that seems to be a pretty decent thing for a a running back. So is he? So is he? A, is he a Reggie or is he a Dexter? A what? I feel like no you, disrespect to Dexter there, but I feel like that is just those are two people that are on completely different levels. Right. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Is oh, he a okay, Reggie okay. Or is gotcha. or is he a Dexter? In between, as in Dexter McCluster. No, Dexter fucking. I mean, he's. I mean, he's pretty much like. I when he Dexter. was coming out of high school, I compared him to TJ Yeldon. And yeah, he's better his, than Dexter McCluster. Yeah. He's not Reggie Bush, but he's better than Dexter McCluster. He's also like forty pounds heavier and like yeah. four inches taller. Yeah, and can't <clears throat> get tackled. Like that's it. Okay, so the top recruits of all time. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers was a perfect 1,000. Jadavian Clowney was a perfect 1,000. Oh, Rashawn, yes. Rashawn Gary was a perfect 1,000. Arch was a perfect 1,000. Robert Kimdichie was a perfect 1,000. There are two Arch, more. Arch got it? Yeah, Arch got it. Damn. Which, I, that's that's a little much. He got he got it as the, it was a bump. I was no gonna way. say that, that, yeah, that's so pretty wild. Okay, here's a hint of the perfect recruits of all time per two four seven composite. Three 
with Texas. We already named two. Can you name the other one? This is a layup. So you so you named Vince Young. Yeah. I was gonna say just go back that far. I didn't know how far back it went. Yeah. Um you were, gonna, the, you were gonna say Cedric Benson. The other perfect one thousand recruit played linebacker at Florida State. Let's see how deep we can go here. First round pick in the 06 draft. Played eight years in the league. Uh, this just says he played two at the Cowboys. I don't think y'all are getting this one. No, I can't think of it. York, finally. Any guesses? With the Linebacker. Is that white guy that was a linebacker that always got hurt for the Cowboys? No. No. No, I know it's not him. I just can't even name. It would be Ernie Sims. Ah. He was in the O three class. Jesus. Pretty impressive. Out of all of the, the power five juggernauts that Two of the perfect recruits ever. One went to Ole Miss and one went to South Carolina. It's pretty wild. Because the rest of the list is Florida State, Texas, and Michigan. And, and Florida State. Another good thing to, to talk about was like the greatest hits of college football. When you bring up Jim Davion Clowney against Michigan. That was the ball don't when lie he, hit. When he fucking destroyed Mike Hart. <laughs> that, um... <laughs> That's like one of the best uh, ball don't lie moments ever when they uh, marked, they gave the first down to Michigan. Yeah, and it was, was just an inc- incredibly terrible spot. And then the very next play, Clowney just erases Mike Hart from the earth and then just that grabs the ball that, with one hand. The best moment in other. South Carolina football history. Until. Probably, it was probably, it's either that or beating Bama. I was, I was going to say last year, but oh, <laughs> didn't count. He wasn't playing. York in all seriousness. York in all seriousness. What are the balls doing this year? I beat. Take your fandom out of it. Okay. Yeah, we've already yes. we've already done we've already done Pac twelve. We've done Big Twelve. Let's go to SEC. I don't even want to go to SEC. I just want to hear just a. I'm hey. trying my best not to. I'm trying my best not to. Like I have the past two weeks, I have fucking talked myself into it. You you talked yourself it. into it pretty. I have. Pretty good. I have. You know I have, and I can't help it. I can't help it. You can help it. You got to think. Of, okay, listen to this. You got to think about the offense. You got to think about who they brought in. You got to think about. You got to think about everything with. Okay, so I know what see. we want to see is Joe Milton. Is he going to start clapping ago. while he talks? You got to think about. Oh. This man is fired up, man. You ain't got to tell me nothing. The people in the gas station are calling the cops on you, by the way, because they think you're high on something. <laughs> they, have fucking think he's cord- they have fucking cardboard construction paper on their fucking windows. They're not going to do fucking anything. They're lucky I'm yeah. here. So, this is the thing about this. So, this is like the perfect, this is Joe Milton's perfect situation. Perfect situation. I left love down the drain. 
right. So stop over here. Yeah. That's 28 point favorites. So you're giving them a win there. We're giving them a win there. <laughs> Next question. Uh, let's go P. <laughs> At the swamp. All right, three and a. A game that I don't know why y'all scheduled it, but whatever. UTSA. Careful. You talking? You talking? Suck this dick. Look you better. You better be really careful. Utah. Oh, give me a fucking break. This isn't the fucking Memphis Tigers. They're in. They're in. Uh, hold I mean, on. I get hold it. On, hold on. It's San Antonio, Zach. I know. I'm fucking with you. I get it. You are. You he's are. Gonna, he's. Speak. You're going to speak this upset into existence. Disrespecting Joe. Like, Joe. He's talking himself into eleven and one. Oh my god. Okay. Here we go. South Carolina revenge game. Exactly. <laughs> Texas A&M at home. Jimbo, more like, more like Jim. No. Uh, you know what? I'll give that you was, that was better. Jim Blow that was then. better. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I should have said Jim Blow. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. At, it up. at the friendly confines of Brian Denny. <laughs> Been there. Smack that. Move the fuck on. Who's when? when was the last time they won in Tuscaloosa? Oh, Hashtag Goldberg. God, when, when's the last time they won in Knoxville last year? Hashtag Goldberg. When's the last time Who's they won that? in Bryant Diddy? I need to hold on. Ask ask every fucking school that. While you're while you're doing state. while you're doing well, that. Ole Miss um, did it in 2015. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. This guy's on another level right now. I know Tennessee ain't done it since then. Yeah, Hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Look, while he's pulling that the up, funniest, the funniest thing, Kentucky. the funniest thing about the uh, the Raiders in the Swamp documentary, or whatever the fuck it was, Swamp Kings, Meyer, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Raised in the Swamp. <laughs> that would have probably been a better documentary. That, that's the Swamp story Kings. of Louisiana Lafayette. No, so like the funniest thing about that was when Urban Meyer, like they came out there four zero. They're number. They're number five. They're playing against number 12, Alabama. It's fucking nuts, blah, blah, blah. But then he loses to fucking Mike Shula. Go fuck yourself. Like, go fuck yourself. York, how do you not remember this? Do you need it? You, do you want to guess when the last time Tennessee won in Tuscaloosa? They should have won the Mount Cody. 2003. There it is. 2003. Five overtimes. <laughs> So, so a twenty year twenty year reunion, huh? So let's just say this. Let's That's say he's right. I've ever had point. my entire life. They, they. I, I figured Alabama. you knew that one off the top of your head. I didn't. <laughs> two thousand three was two thousand three. Who was the Mike coach? Homer. No, that Schuler was Bulmer. Dooley, right? No, 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 fuck no. Who was Bulmer the coach was in two thousand three? Two thousand seven. Fulmer. Fulmer. He was? Golly. Yeah, he was there. And he was there until he was there until they lost to the um Matt Mock um LSU Matt Tigers. Mock. This was a Casey so, Clawson led volunteer team. So uh, the second best Casey Clawson led volunteer team. Up until this point, let's say you're right. Tennessee's coming he's, off he's a not. 
a high. Oh yeah, year. I am though. I am at, exactly at Alabama. Think about it. They get the don't... victory at Bryant Denny. Okay. Right. Then they have to go to Lexington, Kentucky. Uh oh. Halloween, Halloween weekend. Spooky. That could be a trip up game. All right. So we wear black. Oh, sorry. We wear white with black fucking numbers, orange outline. Will Levis didn't walk through that fucking door. Even if he did, we'd whip his well, fucking ass again. It's because Devin Leary's so we're, walking through. We're checking another win there. Uh, UConn. So undefeated at this point, huh? UConn? <laughs> at at UConn, is, UConn is lucky they have a fucking football team. Then you're so you you beat UConn. You go to Como. You walk it out of Missouri with the victory. Yes. Okay. That would set up. I'm going to that game. That would set up a November fucking sixth. November eleventh. Game <laughs> in Knoxville <laughs> versus the University of Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> Who I'm assuming would be undefeated at that time. Zach Zach must have found a fucking funny Twitter read or something. So Georgia going into that game, I'm going to assume, because their schedule's dog shit, is going to be undefeated. Dog! Dog shit. Yeah, they're going to be undefeated. Georgia won't won't play a ranked team until they play Ole Miss in November. So they play play Ole Miss the week before. The softest fucking schedule of all time. So it's every year, how do you, how do you beat Georgia? Uh, by then, Carson Beck has already shit his fucking pants. <laughs> this is this is like one of York's greatest stand up bits of all time. I mean, this is this is why I'm I giving, just like look, we're I'm giving him credit. SEC, we're going straight vault. This is a vault cast <laughs> right now, and we're getting the heat. Is what we're getting. Are, are we having ourselves a little Tuesday vault calls? Hey, this is Bobby from Pigeon Forge. Who's going to stop Joe? Ain't nobody going to stop yeah. him. Where's that? I mean, those Calhoun's on the river. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, and I want you to wipe away your fandom for a second. I had to step outside because this Cracker Barrel ain't got shit for service <laughs> in here. I tried to get me a country ham. They didn't have no country ham. Do they you, ain't country ham. Do you really think... That this Tennessee team could beat the Georgia Bulldogs. Experience wise, yes. That's why. That's no, the hey, I'm, look, I'm gonna take you seriously. You thought about that. I'm gonna take you seriously. The thing is, so think about this. So they're they're in Georgia. Or no, they're at Tennessee. At at Knoxville. At home this year. They have all the fucking momentum. Yeah. Like it, it's you think about this. It's college game day. There's no way in fucking hell at that point if what we've talked about happens. And it happens. And I'll say this much more fun than previous one two um SEC games, I think, if this does happen. Referring to what? I just think this would be a, a if if everything you're saying is correct. I think of the of the recent history of one versus two SEC games, this would have the potential to be the most fun. Your gas station just 
I gotta go over to the BP. <laughs> Damn, they turned the lights out on you when you said they're gonna be hey, in Georgia. Hey, so they just sit outside and go. Well, that's a night that the lights went out in Georgia. Oh, so listen to this. I took my son, my son, like off topic, real quick. On Friday, um, he was playing fucking robots the entire day. Also, I have to t- talk to y'all about like his obnoxiously aggressive creepy text message exchange he has. All right. I'm, what are you let me, talking let me address about? this first. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen, I'm going to read. Joe, you, you know what he's doing? Leave that gas station. You know what he's doing, Joe? Because they're going to call the cops on you. I'm not Joe, stalling Zach. He turned, he turned his phone the wrong way. And now he's stalling because he doesn't truly believe that Tennessee can beat Georgia. He no, does no, Okay. You know what? This is like one of those found footage like videos. <laughs> go outside and go outside and run around while you do this. I'm so I'm, I'm so scared of the dogs. I'm so I'm scared, scared that you, dogs. you might truly believe that this is possible. But think about it, like I, I thought about it. It's I not say this. I hope it happens. I hope, and, and this comes from a person that really has never wanted Tennessee to be good at anything. It's a little brother syndrome. I accept it, whatever. But I want it to happen because I will say this. When Tennessee beat Alabama last year, I know you don't remember it. I, I know you don't. But that that pure, the pure joy that was on display from you and the Vol Nation gave me some hope for humanity's future that we can actually get back to that pre-internet time of just pure joy of, Honestly, of, of community. That, But like, there's nothing like, I'm sorry, but like I know Georgia is Georgia, whatever that they are. They are who they are now that will not last. And hold on. Sorry. And where's Kirby going? I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. That doesn't Adam. matter. But at the same time, okay. What? Okay. All right. Adam. What trend? Okay. What okay. trend are they following? Finish. Okay. What trend? Adam finish. What cooking. trend are they following? Alabama. No. Nope. 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 Think about everything they're going through. What trend are they following? I I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say other than Alabama. Just, in the suspense, tell us. Swamp Kings. Jesus Christ. What? No, listen. I'm serious. The hard attack. I'm not fucking. Oh, I'm pun not lying. Like, pun think, intended. Think <laughs> Last I checked, Kirby's in good health, so I don't think he's going to bail out on being. I just. I, I, I think. I, I think Kirby's more has a so better fucking Urban Meyer. Did you hear the halftime speech that Kirby gave in that game last year? Yeah, I did. They're going to win for a very long time. Okay, have you watched the fucking Swamp Kings? Yes, I watched it all today. Same thing about them. Okay, I heard. I heard it was just absolute dog shit. 
No, it, it was not dog shit. Was I good. heard it was dog it was shit. Good. I heard they didn't address Aaron Hernandez. I heard they didn't nope. address like, the Pouncey Aaron Hernandez. Twins. Aaron Hernandez had one mention. Yeah. And what about seriously? About the Pouncey Twins. Nothing about the Pouncey Twins. It's ridiculous. bullshit. Get it off the <gasps> fucking screen. Raquel. Anyways. Okay. I will. I If they were to beat Georgia this year, that will not eclipse them beating Alabama last year. And will not. That. There's no way. Because Georgia has been good for years. And we beat them. We beat them with Lane Kiffin. The Hail Mary. Years later. We beat them late, years later with uh, Juwan Jennings and that team. Okay, um, this was pre-Kirby Smart terminated. No, I, it is, John Jingles not. No, yes, pre, it was pre. So pre Kirby getting everything set is what he said. What year was that right. game? I, uh, Rodrigo was still there. Well, that was George's Liberty Bowl. Nine years, sixteen or seven. I think twenty sixteen. Okay, York. That was the same year that. Doesn't matter. Ole Miss. I beat understand the that. Shit out of them. buddy. But it's not fucking 15 years of fucking dominance. I'm not your buddy, guy. Not your buddy, guy. I'm just, your guy, I'm just telling buddy. you, this is this is not going to end right. anytime soon. But I know. But I'm talking. I'm talking. It will. Is what I'm saying. Like it's not. It's not like a. That's that's the game. Like so, every now and then, like, ten, without Tim Tebow, which I, I was watching it last night, and I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, well, Tim Tebow's there, so. I don't even remember them beating us by one point with Chris Leak. So what you're saying, though, essentially, is you're saying that as everybody in the world is comparing Kirby Smart to Nick Saban and saying he's created this system, he's created this, you're saying that Kirby Smart is a little bit more on the Urban Meyer side of things. He well, can, he's going to build Kirby up, Smart. and there's going to be a hell of a peak, but then there's going to be a so – Yes, but also you can compare. Okay, you have Nick Saban, who was up here. Yeah. Three notches down, three notches down, you have a tie between Kirby Smart and who? Like currently? In terms of what? Yes. Uh, Lincoln Riley. No, fuck them. In a vacuum, Kirby Smart and Georgia are ahead of Nick Saban in Alabama right now. No, they're not. Yes, uh, they've won one. two in a row. They're they, going to three-peat. It doesn't matter. They've Bama did that fucking twice. We're talking about right so, now, 2023. Right. If it's if it it's matter. not Lincoln Riley, then... Who are you saying, Ryan Day? No. God, fuck Jim? no. Jim? Then who? Jim? Dabo Sweeney. Oh. Oh, Dabo, it's been a minute since he's done anything. It, exactly. That's why I think it's going to be just like, like Kirby's going to be just like Dabo. I, George is recruiting better than any other school ever. Right now they are, yeah, sure. But like, it's that's not going to sustain. They can, sure, but it's not going to. I mean, you look at what they've done. Like, you mentioned the Juwan Jennings Hail Mary. That was in year one of Kirby Smart. The same right. year that, that Ole Miss beat the brakes off of them when Jacob Eason was the quarterback. After that, 
13 and two, lost to the national championship. 11 and three, 12 and two, eight and two in COVID, 14 and one, 15 and 0. The upward trajectory is is now leaving the graph. It is going off of the screen because they are not going to slow down. So York, in your mind, what then is going to keep Kirby Smart from being Nick Saban? Uh, no pun intended, but like it, like tides change. It's, so you're saying it, nobody Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart is like he is a disciple, but Nick Saban. I'm sorry, but fuck Nick Saban is Nick Saban, like. So you're saying you're just essentially saying that Nick Saban is in such a class of his own. Uh, yeah, it's not 100%. like Kirby Smart's going to fail. It's just that nobody's going to be able to reach that. Not going to fail, but like it's going to. I think it'll even out to where he's not. He's not going to be dominant to where like okay every year like so every year for how long was it? All right, um, Bama's ranked number one. Got the best recruiting class. Yada yada. No matter what. Georgia's awesome too, but hey, guess what? SC Championship. They might be competitive, but they're going to lose. And Bama's going to go to the National Championship, and they're going to beat the fuck out of whoever they're playing. Are you at the Exxon at uh, Poplar and... Uh, God damn it, Joe. Not now. Germantown? Yes, I am. I'm here. I, got you. I can recognize fucking gas stations. That's really impressive. Almost as impressive as you're talking himself into Kirby Smart not being good. No, I'm not saying that I'm mean good. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm saying that he's not like this is okay. We're getting so what's off the show like you're giving them? He's so, not gonna be. He's not gonna be fucking Nick Saban. We're not, yeah. I, I'm not gonna treat him like that. What I'm pulling out of this is actually that you have more respect from Nick for Nick Saban than I ever knew. Oh God, yes. Are you serious? I'm terrified. Like. They got problems. Right here. Are you more scared of like, Alabama this year or Georgia? This year, Georgia. Okay. This year, Georgia. I just had to make sure. I had to see where our where our where our balance was. There. Alabama's. I talked to a national analyst about this last Friday, and this is someone that covers a, the sport nationally and covers recruiting nationally. And he was like, "Bama's starting to slip a little bit." He's like, "Now." They still yeah. recruit well, but like top to bottom, they're slipping a little bit in terms of. I mean, they the lost upper. their defense coordinator at Ole Miss for God's sakes. <laughs> I they have issues. I'm sorry, it is Nick Saban, and Nick Saban always figures it out and always gets it done. But when you go out and have to get a quarterback after your spring game, and you get some bum from Notre Dame, it's oh, not good. Oh, Jesus, that's well. Tyler Buckner's not good. Uh, or Tyler Buckner just working his butt off. Oh, sorry, you're, you're catching off. you're catching strays because you suck Ooh. shit. Jesus. Next thing you're telling me is that Graham Ertz isn't good or something. Good Lord. Graham Ertz is, is going to get that ass beat apart in Rice Eccles Stadium in week one. So, other other than York saying what he's saying, which I, I hope happens, to be honest, that'd be amazing. Is there any way that Georgia doesn't win the SEC? No, because they're going to. Okay, gotcha. The schedule, I mean, I, I, the schedule is the schedule yeah. is incredibly soft. They don't get any tough games until November, and by that point, Carson Beck is just going to be in cruise control. In well, the so 
So is the more interesting question who wins the West? I mean, I think it's LSU. It's LSU. Okay. Yeah. I hate that. Like, I hate that. Or two, because I think one, I hate LSU. Two, I cannot stand that. Like, Brian Kelly should not be this fucking successful. This week. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Well, he killed a guy. <laughs> I this year the schedule sucks for Ole Miss to be any kind of spicy dark horse because you got to go to Georgia. You are a YouTube crowd. York taking a leak in the gas station bathroom. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> He's on you mute. Take a leak. You're taking a crap. That's weird. You're on mute. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. He's talking out of his ass. Maybe he's peeing out of his ass now. So that gives us, I mean, the SEC, I think, though. And like I say, it's, no offense to it's Georgia. Georgia. It's Georgia. It's a it's a rematch in Atlanta of last year. Yeah. I don't think Bama's – I think Bama's probably 10-2. 9-3 and two, nine and three at worst if they really can't figure out quarterback. Um, Ole Miss will be spunky, but they'll be an 8-4 and four team. 9-3 and three at best. Schedule is just brutal. They got to go to Auburn. They never went on the Plains. No. And Georgia November is, is a disaster. Maybe. I mean, that game, if you're an Ole Miss fan, just just score like 38 and lose, you know, 54-38 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, just don't get hurt and just make it fun. Um, You get LSU at home. You know, if we're going to call it a revenge game because they had that game – in hand last year and then fell apart. Um, yeah. And the egg bowl on the road is always stupid and weird. And Arkansas, many, it's at home, but it's always a stupid game. How many games does the as constructed at this moment, Texas A&M coaching staff yeah, coach this season? I'm, I'm still of the opinion that Jimbo and Petrino are going to fight on the sidelines at one point. Because Jimbo's ego is too big. He's not going to allow Petrino to either have all the shine or if there's any sign of something going poorly, he's going to interject and just ruin it. Yeah, yeah. Or instead, if you just let the man cook and just do his thing, you'll be fine. Because on paper, I mean, they're as talented as Georgia. Hey, on paper, you're getting Arkansas to the Sugar Bowl. You know, I mean, that's what the man did, so. Yeah, I mean, took Louisville to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Won a Heisman Trophy for Lamar Jackson. I mean, but Jimbo's not going to let that happen. He's just too stupid and too arrogant, too narcissistic to just like let let the man do his thing. Yeah, I mean he he had all the opportunities in the world at media days to answer a simple question and just say, "Bobby's calling the place. He's the OC," but he couldn't do it. Yeah. It's that would be so then what would be next? Can Penn State win the Big Ten? You want to talk about like a breakthrough? You want to talk about something that hurts to say? I've been defending Tennessee in all of my preseason podcasts. I've been saying they're going to be better than people are giving them credit for. Because look, I know York is all about Mr. Milton. And my God, is he an impressive human being in person? He is he is a large human. But there are still question marks. Like, yeah, he can yeah. throw the ball 80 yards, but can he complete a third and seven over route to move the sticks? Yeah. Um, 
and I think they're going to be they're going to be explosive on offense, but they've got to replace some offensive linemen. They got to replace some key defensive players. I've always reverted back to I think Josh Heupel is a really good coach, and he will figure it out. Yeah, and they will be good. Um, but yeah, I mean that schedule is just tough. Like you got some back to back stretches in there; they're just tough. Hey, is but, that is, is that tweet that went around about Mississippi State? having what seemingly is the most experienced like core of talent. Will that make a difference at all this year? I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe that they will just be piss poor. Yeah. I think Will Rogers is good enough that they'll win six, seven. Um, I don't know. It's just, it, it's hard to, to, like gauge just because that that landscape doesn't find its way into college football canon very often where yeah. you lose a coach to a death. It's Let's just a weird state. Like they are great season. Great, bring great back season. to bring it back to ninety eight throwbacks though. That's a major win. It is, but like a successful season for Mississippi State. Successful, everyone's happy. It's a nine-win season. We've always said that, right? Former former Mississippi State student speaking here. Two-time, two-time, two-time. <laughs> Shout out cowbells. Why didn't you go to Ole Miss, you coward? Hashtag can't afford it. <laughs> it's like the same price. Well, I don't know. I just – Who, I who cool can say it? I wasn't cool then. Uh... You don't have to be cool to go to Ole Miss. I went there. Yeah, the most. This woman the behind most. you is very concerned. York, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, state will be fine. I, I, they they do have a lot of experience coming back. I do think Jaquavius Marks is a good running back, but yeah. they lose. Ra Ra Thomas is gone. Um. You know, kick him in the knee. You got to you got to replace Emmanuel Forbes, who was a dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they get the egg the egg. I would say they get the egg bowl at home, but that normally doesn't really mean anything. No, the game is always stupid. Um, Either way, we're gonna be at Fox and Hound rooting whoever wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I mean my. My interesting thing for the SEC, I got a couple couple takes here, Joe, as Mr. Fabletics is checking out. Um, I think Kentucky is interesting. I'm very yeah, intrigued. I wasn't joking when I said Kentucky could beat Tennessee. At the return of Liam Cohen. And Devin Kroger Leary's field. Yeah, you don't just stroll into Kroger Field and get a dub. Um. And I do think Vandy's going to actually be kind of fun. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, think, I, I think A.J. Swan is a solid QB. Will Shepard, I think, has an, a legit NFL talent as a receiver. And, you know, you can crack all the jokes you want. I do think Clark Lee is going to be pretty decent there. I think Clark Lee's a good coach, yeah. As decent as you can be at Vandy. But, you know, I'm not – I'm not saying they're going to win, you know, go seven and five, but they'll be, they'll sneak up on some people and make it interesting. 
you uh you haven't mentioned uh the game program that uh, i think is known for their veterinary school is that correct um, out there on the uh, out there on the plains they're gonna be terrible there's a uh, there's a young man coming in from Lynchburg, Virginia. They say a man that is accomplished multitudes because you know what all is possible through the grace of God. Okay. All Once you possible. say his name, the algorithm is going to send him his podcast. I was I'm not saying his name because I don't want to get like <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna slide into he's gonna slide into the comments on YouTube and pray for us. I don't want to get Batman, uh, Batman Beyond in my uh, in my mentions. <laughs> um, I mean, they, you know, they got a okay. They figured they they quote figured out quarterback. It's Peyton Thorne from Michigan State, but um, he's not throwing to Keon Coleman anymore. So how yeah. good can he be? Who are their receivers? Uh, I mean, sure, Freeze will have his moments in year one, but it's a transition year. They're going to struggle. <laughs> The cupboard's pretty bare after Brian Harson. Um, Brian Harson did kind of quit, right? Like he just kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah he straight up was just like, I'm out, I'm yeah. done. You guys hate me, I quit. <laughs> he hate me. I Rod's shout out Rod Smart. Rod Smart. I think. I saw this as our, our boy Stephen Hartzell gave out a hot take on Twitter today, and I don't think it's that hot of a take. I don't think you need two oven mitts. He said Vandy could win more games than Auburn this year. Ain't no fucking that, Would that be like an Auburn four, Vandy five situation, I'm guessing? Probably. Yeah. Like maybe Auburn's five and seven, and somehow Vandy gets to six and six. Yeah, some, yeah. Yeah. Do not, Zach, show some respect. To who? Is it to who or is it to you? I don't think there, I mean, he'll, he'll have his moments. I know, I know I've seen this movie before. Is that a home game or a away game this year? They're in Nashville, I believe. No, 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 no. Against Auburn. No, no, no. It's it's in Auburn. It's it's at Auburn, which almost okay. never wins there. They've won they've won three times since '99 there. Did Eli win there? Yeah, the Ben Obamanu drop. <laughs> Let's think about this. So they've won Auburn in '99, has, Auburn has 03, and 2015. And <laughs> What'd you say, York? Say it again. Auburn has Hugh Freeze and Bruce Pearl. The most unsuccessful, successful coaches in the in the SEC in the past fucking 20 years. Two men saved by two different gods. Yes. <laughs> One they, have, they have those two as, as head coaches, and yet the NCAA rents a house in Holly Springs just to fucking go between Oxford and Ole Miss constantly. Or Oxford and Memphis constantly. <laughs> Yeah, because of one of the coaches at Auburn. I, I don't know if you, Joe, if you ever listened to it via his Patreon, but Stephen Godfrey did like a deep dive into his hatred for Hugh. And then by the end, he was apologizing and was like, I'm moving on. Like, bygones be bygones. Let's just end this. But I mean, he, 
talk to NCAA investigators. And once you challenge them on Twitter, you know, the, yeah. if you want to, you know, Old Miss act the, or compliance at Old Miss. Yeah. Email compliance or the fuck he said. Um, after that, the NCAA <laughs> basically had a team dedicated to dropping the hammer on Old Miss after that. They were basically like, all right, fuck this guy. So he did it to himself. Jesus. She kidnapped herself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I, kidnapped I'm not, this, herself, man. This isn't like a Hugh Freeze hate pod. Like, I just don't think they're going to be good this year. No, yeah. Now, they're recruiting really well. I, think they're gonna, I don't he, think they're going to be good, but I think they're going to be better than their win total. I think they're a, if they're, if they're a, what, what are they, plus five and a half? I don't remember. It's like five and a half or six. Yeah, so if it's that, I will, I will 100% take the over on that. I mean, dude, they could they could lose at Cal, and then, yeah, like somehow find a way to beat Ole Miss or LSU, and I would be like, yep, I could see that. What would you get to drink, York? Oh, so what do you think I got? Uh, did you get a Baja Blast? No, you're you're on track. Mm. I don't really know what that's on track with. Oh fuck! We got a blue, got a blue Powerade fountain drink. I don't live here anymore. Um, were you just turning into your old apartment? No. How many drugs are you on right now? <laughs> What's the steering wheel doing? Um, hey, Joe, Joe I'm high on mescaline. I tell you what, man, when I went through that couple of years using a lot of mescaline, that was a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very odd back time. On Hill, back on Hills 327. That's not even funny, man. man I got this... Uh, <laughs> I got this Oregon State Arizona State game on right now, and it is on fire. I'm trying to think who who played for Oregon State that we would remember. Jacquez Rogers. Rogers and Derek Anderson. Yeah, Aaron fucking Anderson, number three. Got a problem with him? Is know. there a follow up to that question? What are the you running over in your What are you huh? doing? What are you running over in your truck? <laughs> it's a speed bump. It's, it's just a child, small child. He Where are you made going? Are you just seeing the sights in Germantown right now? No, I, I talked myself into something that I shouldn't have. He's going to moon dance. No, I've already been there. You're not having. You don't have a collar shirt on. Uh, you have to have a collar shirt on your VIP. Zachary. Oh boy. There's a Kroger parking lot. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Like, how? Why do you know? You're on my fucking nerves. This is incredible. <laughs> oh, I see the I see the Kroger uh, gas prices mm-hmm. back there. Yep. 
Do you remember back in the day when people used to get in shopping carts when Jackass was a thing? People used to get in shopping carts and like joust and stuff. No, nope. when the world when the world was pure, boys. When the world was pure. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he going to Huey's? It's ten thirty. Huey's is probably closed. So we got Huey's right there. Half shell. Oh, you are fucking wrong side of town, buddy. Oh, you went north, not south. But you know, you're he's going. Clues. He's going to. Uh, he's going to Flying Saucer in Cordova. No, he's not. He's going to TJ Williams. Ah, you're right. Way to go, Joe. He's going Down to TJ Williams. I, I saw the. I saw um, the green Dexter? on it. Oh no, the one over by the uh, Zaxby's. Yeah, that used to be. What was that called before? Doc Watson's. Doc Watson's. Yeah, Doc Watson's. Man, we. Me that and old Lane's always thought was a old golf shop. Me and uh, that would be a good name for a golf. Yeah, great shop. name for that. Me and uh, me and old Lane Train used to go in there and just rip heaters inside. Yeah, still- I'm going home. They might still let you rip heaters inside there. They do. Oh, they do. They do. Believe me. Hey, yeah, let's we go on the special guest now, Mister Lane Train. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go on. Hey, on, what, uh... on you see, you try big league me at a fucking burger? I can't believe that you big leagued him though. I didn't. I just I was just, you're just over there. You're just over there looking like John Stamos. So, okay. Let's bring up the last few people I've been compared to, and I don't want to bring oh, it up. Jesus up. Hey. Christ! Okay, that's gonna do it for the Rad Dad podcast <laughs> this week. <laughs> God damn it. I was gonna say I do. Is there is there another one? Because we already I got talked about five or ten minutes. I gotta feed. I gotta feed the little one. We talked about the one what, last what, week. What's Amanda doing? What, why is Amanda so busy? She can't feed the child. Well, I work oh, close tomorrow. She works open, obviously, because she's a teacher. <laughs> so I always agree to take like the ten thirty feeding. Yeah. What questions for? You sound like Rachel when you said that. Gretchen's snoring on the couch. Correct. I scared the shit out of Gretchen last weekend. You gave her a fucking in. heart attack, I think, yes. <laughs> she coughed up smoke after she fell asleep after the last drag, and she's... <laughs> as, she, as she told me when she was describing it, I heard the door, and then somebody ran, and I was like, what the fuck? Somebody's okay. Hey, I forgot. Let me read off. I need to read off Lucas's... Um, Text message conversation. Oh yeah, this is this. I think this is a good ender. This is a good. Any, uh, any reason why the phone turned? <laughs> yes, Zachary. Because <laughs> I had to find the message. You don't, got that, you don't got that landscape mode for text. Next week we recover. First off, Monopoly. Hey, American shout out to Monopoly. Go. You have taken over my life, and you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Go back. What did you say about Rachel? Monopoly Go. Oh my God, he, he missed it. He missed it. All right. So this is what's my, Monopoly so, Go. Don't, don't, don't. No. It's something that you can't handle because they'll beat your fucking dick in with it. All right. So we're at Joe's last. So Saturday. it's like a, so it's like Kirby Smart of iPhone games. Yeah, it, it's fun for a little while, but then all of a sudden it phases out and something else takes over. Uh, yeah. Can't wait Probably. to revisit this in like three years when they're still dominating. Six championships. Right. You'll be dead in three years. 
Jesus. And I hope you're, I hope you're not because I'll feel really bad. Okay, All right, continue. so we're at so we're at close Joe's. to the camera. We're, we're at Joe's. Mm-hmm. And hey everybody, Nick Bernstein's on the podcast. <laughs> Say okay, like read Lucas's conversation. Right. So Lucas's conversation. We're at um, Joe's. He just he gets Rachel and Critica, who is Barrett's wife, to play Roblox with them. Yes, I remember. And, and Lucas always gets um, people to play Roblox with them. Maybe maybe there's a way I can. Are you saying roadblocks or robots? No, ro like. Row blocks. Oh, row. Okay, okay. I'm just. I'm asking row, a question. Row, row your blocks. All right. So he. Te- so his mom sends me a thing and says, "Hey, who is this?" I said, "Oh, that's Barrett's wife." And she goes, "Okay." He said it was a grown up he met at your house. So then I'm reading the text message, and it's this is it Saturday, at eight thirty two p.m. Lucas says, "Lucas is seven years old." Critica. In her thirties, married from India. Are you awake? Can I call you? Critica says, "Yes, give me ten minutes." So she's down at this point. Lucas says, "Call me when you're ready." <laughs> she says, "Okay." And Lucas, out of patience at this point, says, "Did you already call me? What do you get ready?" <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just putting the boy out to dry. <laughs> he says. He says. What are you getting ready for? I know you're getting ready for the call, but what are you getting ready? Word ready for? And then next morning. <laughs> <laughs> he left my man on read the next morning he says this is at 8.09 a.m. Jesus he says I'm no she says I'm still sleeping which which means he's already FaceTimed her <laughs> And then he says, Call me when you're awake. She says, Okay. <laughs> Dude, Bear should come kick his ass. I told Bear, I said, If you need if you to, to sign off on a rescinding order, she just say the fucking word. So basically, so the, when it comes I'm not to. Done. Road, I'm not done. Oh, I'm okay. not done. Okay. 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 Good God. So she says, this is it. Uh, so he calls her. She says at 8.09 a.m. I'm still sleeping. He says, call me when you're awake. She says, okay. He says. <laughs> <laughs> he says, when are you going to be awake? <laughs> and then she says, she says, I'm at Kroger to get, to get something to eat. I will call you when I'm afterwards i promise he says okay then he says <laughs> he says you almost done it kerger <laughs> she says, 
At this point, is she texting you like, hey, this is going on right now? Then she says, yeah, almost. Just getting a couple more things. He says, are you going home now? And then she doesn't respond. He says, Critica. (laughs) And that's the last of it. (laughs) I mean, it's like Jonah Hill over here. Jesus. <laughs> Either that or he's uh, that's how Kirby Smart is when he recruits like five stars. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say Cricket's not a five star, like I'll give her the props, but like he's just fucking cry. And I told his mom, I said, Look, I said you have to talk to him about like how aggressive he's being. Like he's I know he's a kid, but like he has to understand that he cannot be this aggressive. Text hey, dog, I'm just trying to play Roblox. Hey, when you, try, when you trying to catch this trying to L, dog? You and trying to get you in my fucking mansion. Hey, when you want to hit the blocks? Yeah. I got this new fucking land. Shut out, Blocky. <laughs> fucking the Pablo Escobar of Roblox over here. But that was Wait, like, so creepily aggressive. What was the drink you got? That was him drinking oh. his tea from earlier. No, Club Tales. What the hell is that? Peach Breeze. They're wine coolers. Peach flavored oh, so cocktail with a hint of apricot. Wait, so is this alcoholic? What is this? No. <laughs> when you turned, you were kind of frowning. You could see the reflection of the tear going down your face. <laughs> I'm laughing. I can't help it. What are you doing at what are you doing at Vapor Vibes? Hey man, get get off my fucking. <laughs> you getting an, you getting a new get rig? Off my reflection. I can't I can't do this. new rig. I gotta hit the real. Gotta thing. get me a new insert insert to my um my vapor cigarette. Man, that was a struggle. Man, yeah. <laughs> gotta crawl before you walk, I guess. You gotta crawl before you ball. Are you going over to Brooklyn Bridge? I heard that place sucks. I've never actually been there. Look at that Zoom meeting. Is Zaxby's still open? Only draft through. The Nibblers? Fucking sneaky. (laughs) Almost as sneaky as uh, you trying to predict that Tennessee's going 12-0. You tried to sneak up on us with it, but it's not happening. What if I if I buy your ticket? To what? What game? What do you want? What do you want from me? Okay, I'll let you pick. Do you want to go to... Do they play at Vandy? Because that's the only one. 
would you first off Virginia oh I'm not going to Nissan Stadium in the month of September I can tell you that wow that is the surface of the sun no it the sun goes away in two weeks trust me I know a guy these shoes these shoes these shoes first off um, these shoes if you give me a nasty if you give me Uh-oh. a ticket for a game in Neyland Stadium in late October or November maybe I'll get you one in early no, early November which one if you want to watch a fucking murder I hope you don't. Maybe, I hope you, I hope you're a fan of Michael Vick because you're gonna fucking love going to Neyland Neal, Stadium early November, watching them dogs get killed. <laughs> hope there's, like, been, there's been a murder. That won't be the only murder in the there's, building that day. There's been a murder. Okay, York. So the. <laughs> Okay, drop the act. What win loss for Tennessee? What do you think? He he thinks one loss, two loss. UTSA and Georgia. <laughs> no, I. There's a Alabama between, and Georgia. There's a, there's a loss between Georgia and Alabama, and I know how it goes. And I'm be, I'm being this is me being Philip Fummer conservative. They lose a game. They're not supposed to. It's 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 a it's a it's a Tennessee thing. It's what they like, do. Like Kentucky it. after beating Alabama. Memphis does it. Tennessee does it. They lose a game. They they are having a great season. And they lose some stupid fucking game. They have no business. Last year against South Carolina, fucking ridiculous. They got their their skull drug. Yeah, that was truly embarrassing. It was, it was, it was unreal. I mean, Spencer Rattler was cooking, but I mean, Tennessee just imploded. I mean, it was just like, yeah, fuck this. And then Hendon Hooker got hurt, which just was just yeah. terrible all around. But so you think ten and two? Because that's I'm, I'm I'm at that. I'm like nine and, nine and three at the like worst. Right, right, but at the same time, it sucks because like you're you cannot lose a game. You have to. Everything has to go right. You have to. You have to have like an LSU season go right, like last year. Right. Mm, yeah, I mean, I, they didn't have a great season, but like they were right there, fucking in it when they lost. Two or three games. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you'll admit it. Maybe you will. I know a lot of Tennessee fans will hate to admit it, but like that last year was the year. And unfortunately, Hendon Hooker got hurt and they lost to South Carolina, whatever. But like that was the year. I say that, but like, I think people are blinded by two years ago without Hypel and Joe Milton. He is all, all anybody thinks about is him throwing the ball over the field like an idiot and overthrowing everybody. This is different. Running out of bounds against Ole Miss when he didn't right. even throw it to but, the end. Right, zone. right. 
Exactly. But now you got you're in your third year with Josh Heupel, which is weird to fucking say, but but at the same thing, same time, like it's college football, it's not NFL. And Tim Tebow, not a great passer, not a great he is he 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 was the perfect quarterback for the perfect system. I think Josh Hyper could be the exact or um Joe Milton could be the exact same thing. And it's fucking time, dude. But they're they're gonna fucking do it. It's football time in Tennessee. It is. It really fucking is. Like I'm ready for it. I need this. It's gonna happen. Okay. So we're all the way back now. Yep. If we're no, we're all the way fucking back. Like we are. Um I gotta what bail. I also just is, think it's just what sucks it's just, is, is if he gets hurt before Georgia. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Tennessee gonna lose to Kentucky. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Goodbye. No. All right. York, I I think, Tennessee, I think let Tennessee. Have, is gonna have be good. I think Tennessee is I don't control it. And also, I'm on your side. I've been defending Tennessee all offseason. I think they're gonna be 10 and 2 ceiling. I just think it's a it's a bad time for it to be Tennessee's time because unfortunately Georgia is gonna run the SEC East for the foreseeable future. Okay. As I tell my three-year-old, not my face, um, but that's a perfect ending for the Rad Dad pod as we are ending on a delightful note as York has regaled us with tales of how the Vols are back. Um, what, I don't a, know what, if, what a great debate. What a great debate of a fucking podcast. It, it, it actually was. The give it and was. take was what good. We give and take was good. I, I don't know if they're like both feet in the door back. I think they're going to be good. I think Heupel is is too good of a coach for them to suck or just not be competitive. The firepower is there. I just think the East is Georgia's to lose, and they're not going to lose. It. But Tennessee can still go 10-2 and two and make an access bowl. So there's that. I'll leave you with this. I did talk with someone who is very close with the staff in Knoxville, and they said that Josh Heupel's biggest fear was winning big too quickly. Because Tennessee could have a really good year and go 9-3, and three, and Tennessee fans will be pissed because of how last yeah. year went. Right. Which is crazy, because 9-3 and three would be a great year. It's a great year. It's a great so, year, but, like, it's... it's it's like, You're right, like, it's the wrong time. Like, it's... You know, nine and three, but also you have to go fucking at worst one loss because Georgia is yeah. going to be Georgia. It's also just college football and people are insane yeah. and have ridiculous expectations. Um, right. I do know one thing football is back. We got college it's football this weekend. Back. It is fucking back. It's going to be fucking great. I'm going to be in the so basement. Last night, it, it was preseason. Monday night football. Um, the Baltimore Ravens have won 24 preseason games in a row. Oh, God. So I took I took them last night money line 
50 bucks. What happened? They lost. But, <laughs> but, turns out, I wake up the next morning. I accidentally took the over of 37, not money line. So I won. Thank God. So you emotionally hedged and still won out? I, emotion- I emotionally hedged. I emotionally, I emotionally won because the Ravens lost, but they overhit. And I thought I hit the fucking money line. There so, you go. Football's fucking back. Like, I'm telling you, the first two weeks, take the favorites. Take the favorites. Heavy. And... So tell you right now, I'm a big believer in Florida State. Oh, I am too. I think they win. I the am ACC. all fucking in on Florida State. Right? I coach? think they I think they win the the ACC. Oh, oh yeah, hundred oh, percent they win the ACC. I, I, but like they're I you, think they have talent. They have built I think he's built Norville's built the program he needs to build. And they gave him they, they thank God they gave him the allowance and the uh, time and patience to build it because they're gonna be good, man. I promise. I'm excited about it. Love that. I yeah, I um yeah, I'm stoked. I will be in the basement all Saturday. It's gonna be a doozy. Um yeah. but yeah. That's going to do it for the Rad Dad Pod. This was a fully loaded one. I love this episode. Fully fucking loaded, man. And look, I'm just going to go ahead and preface right. for the next for see for the next four or five months. Um, this is going to just this is going to be a heavy college football podcast. It, it is what it is. That's what we live for. Um, well, we'll have NFL's some stuff. Interject. Nah, you you guys will interject it. I, I will I will play favor. I'll entertain it. I'm not a huge NFL guy, but I still talk football. Um, we could also just, you know, always revert back to college football because that's what we all love. We'll have some dad stuff in there as well. Um, there's a pigeon on the field here in this Oregon State, Arizona State battle on the Pac-12 network. Um, it's just a drone, as you know. Birds aren't real. Um, but shout out to... Uh, the people at Vista Bay for sponsoring this podcast. Um, shout out to Vapor Vibes, new sponsor. Um, and uh, shout out to Club Tales. Yeah, shout out to Club Tales. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next week. Recurring, recurring sponsor, Fabletics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll, t- we'll recap week. Uh, I'm going to call it week zero because not everybody's playing. It's just week zero. Yeah, even week zero. Yeah, yeah we're um, not there yet. And then we'll get, uh, we'll get fired up for, for week one. As uh, everybody's playing next week, and it starts on Thursday. So uh, for York, for Joe, I'm Zach. It's been the Rat and Dad Pod. Y'all be good. Keep your noses clean. We out. We out.